0: Welcome everybody to Becoming a Critical Health Thinker. This is Episode 9, The Attitude of Health. Hi, I'm Becky Campos and I'm making my way through the three concepts that assisted me in reclaiming my health from two grim diagnoses, one of which was breast cancer, stage 2 with a rapid dividing cell. And the philosophy of health, the attitude of health, and the strategy of health saved my life. I have already introduced the first concept, the philosophy of health, in previous episodes. And in this episode, I want to introduce you to the second concept that assisted me in getting well, the attitude of health. In my journey to reclaiming my health, I quickly discovered that developing my simple health philosophy was an intricate and vital part of a long-lasting protocol for long-term health. But it wasn't all that is needed for the reversal or prevention of sickness and disease. There were other things that had to be addressed, and it wasn't too long before I came face-to-face with the reality that one of the most critical requirements of reclaiming your health is a proper attitude of health. So here I want to bring attention and awareness to how our attitude towards our healthcare either will assist you or interrupt and even interfere with your journey to reclaiming your health and certainly for the prevention of disease. There are seven principles to keep close to you in preparation for the strategy of health that will make all the difference in the world in your journey. And it is my hope that they will uh, do for you what they have done for me. Now, these are all observations and uh, things that I experienced and knowledge that I acquired throughout my years of becoming a critical health thinker and assisting others in that work. And so, I, it just, uh, it's one of my very favorite things to talk about. Well, the first principle is that attitudes are powerful and affect your journey to reclaiming your health and for the prevention of disease for good or for bad. And to the extent that we are aware of this is the extent we will make progress or interrupt our progress in reclaiming our health and in the prevention of disease. And the second principle is that I like Webster's Handy College Dictionary a definition on attitude. Quote, a position or manner indicative of feeling, opinion, or intention toward a person or thing, unquote. Well, an attitude is a position we hold. Attitudes originate from the thoughts and concepts we hold to. Our thoughts produce feelings, opinions, and intentions. Thinking always, always precedes feelings and actions. And I like the Biblical Proverb 23 7 that says, quote, As a man thinketh, so he is, Unquote. Our Attitudes seem to be a sign of what we are thinking. The third principle. Developing a proper attitude of health naturally appears when a strong, sound health philosophy is in place. And the opposite is true, that out of a lack of developing a sound health philosophy, births unhealthy attitudes. And fourth. Attitudes can develop in ways that can lead you to exiting the work of reclaiming your health before you even get started. Oh, I have a. Uh, come in contact with this one over and over. This is why it's so critical that we spend time laying a sound, uh, solid foundation in preparation for the strategy of health. Now imagine, we are making our way to the strategy of health where I will introduce the 12 Laws of Simple Health that assisted me in reclaiming my health. You will learn why mastering each one and as a whole is essential to assisting your body's self-healing self-cleansing and self-rejuvenating capabilities how to master them and make them your own and I will go through all the details the what where and when of lifestyle medicine and guess what you will run into attitudes well uh, a couple of examples that might be helpful here uh, is that the law of nutrition and unhealthy attitudes, boy, those two um, come face to face in your journey uh, quite often when you get started. When you're faced with examining your foods in the law of nutrition and required to remove dangerous unhealthy foods, foods beloved to you and introduce foods you may not have affinity to yet, and quite frankly, foods that will challenge your palate, I promise you an attitude of some kind will emerge on this scene. And you will need more than your willpower, my friend, to exit unhealthy practices. You will need to know how to disarm unhealthy attitudes and weak-willed ways well there's another uh, example here the law of water and unhealthy attitudes when you're faced with removing unhealthy and dangerous beverages filled with high sugar high caffeine or caffeinated uh, substances artificial substances and maybe even alcohol and increasing your consumption of purified water. Well, guess who will be there to meet you? Yes, attitudes. I remember a person who approached me at one of my local classes to ask if they had to give up their coffee to reclaim their health. And they added, if they did, they didn't know if they wanted to. It was Moments like these that compelled me to develop the philosophy and attitude of health, because attitudes can truly develop in ways that can lead you to exiting the work of reclaiming your health and for the prevention of disease. Well, when you come face to face with the law of exercise and you must make time to exercise in the midst of your very busy life. You guessed it. Attitudes will stand on the sideline, I promise you, talking you out of your good intentions. Before you know it, an entire year can go by. And now it's the holiday season and you may be tempted to throw your arms up in the air and put off exercising until the new year. Oh yes, and I just want to add a couple of more examples here. Uh, when you come face to face with the reality that you must master sleeping eight hours a night and going to bed no later than 10 p.m., and you are a self-proclaimed night person, as I was, and you absolutely love staying awake and working or relaxing, or in these days, um, spending time on social media, you will my friend run into unhealthy attitudes that is a promise well let's just jump down to the laws of cleansing and fasting here when you come face to face with the reality that you should master cleansing enemas did she just say enemas I can hear you saying yep I did you bet you will find some attitude to let you out of it my friend until you make friends with your enema but no worries we're headed to the strategy of health and you will be pleasantly surprised at how easy smeezy mastering cleansing and fasting really is and so do you see how attitudes are powerful and they make their way into everything about exiting the unhealthy your unhealthy lifestyle and and uh Mastering Lifestyle Medicine. I mentioned before that most people who attend my classes do so to find out what it is that I did to reclaim my health, what I ate, where I shot my recipes, but I promise you there are far more qualified health experts and even more creative ones than I could ever be and I will be introducing you to many Uh, of those health experts in future podcasts. What is unique in my work is the work of assisting others in becoming a critical health thinker and my story of reclaiming my health through lifestyle medicine. I spend most of my time teaching, mentoring, and training people when they invite me into their lives for counsel, training them on how to think critically about their health care and guess what, on how to disarm unhealthy attitudes. And the fifth principle is your health attitude, for good or for bad, does not appear out of a vacuum. It is directly related to how you think about your health care. Thinking properly about your health care ensures you arrive at a proper attitude of health that can take you into the furthest regions of discipline needed to reclaim your health and for the prevention of disease. And six, thinking critically about my health and increasing my health aptitude assisted me in my transition from my unhealthy lifestyle, guiding, protecting, establishing, and undergirding my progress by the grace of God, step by step, moment by moment, resource after resource into lifestyle medicine. And guess what? It will do the same for you. Along the way, I discovered that not only did I not know how to care for my human design, but I also literally and unknowingly had been sabotaging my potential for reclaiming my health. And just as I had been living with 12 years of chronic debilitating illness that culminated with breast cancer, I had also been living with 12 years of an unexamined lifestyle emptied of critical thinking and filled with unhealthy attitudes. And seven, abandoning my life-long unhealthy attitudes about my condition required I first abandon my unhealthy thinking. But what does it take to abandon unhealthy thinking and unhealthy attitudes? And what do these unhealthy attitudes look and sound like well no worries I have plenty of personal examples for us now remember I had never studied the subject of health and wellness for myself so I was a little shocked to come full circle and to keep finding out that I was at the center of my poor health that every which way I sliced it my friend I had not been in charge of my health care no wonder I was a mess. Well, the following are some of the most detrimental attitudes I carried with me for 12 years, and they would have derailed my ability to reclaim my health from a grim diagnosis with breast cancer if I hadn't finally made the connection between my haphazard, thoughtless health philosophy and my weak and powerless health attitude. I chose the four most dominant and unhealthy attitudes that I used to carry with me during my health crisis to share with you. I will be covering each of these attitudes further as we continue through the attitude of health, but here I just want to mention them. Well, the first unhealthy attitude I absolutely carried with me everywhere I went was, health just happens to people. The thought that health just happens to people was prevalent in my life. After the first three years of my chronic illness, when doctors couldn't help me any further, I simply gave up all hope of ever reclaiming my health. So guess what I did instead? I just simply accepted that there were healthy people and unhealthy people, and I just happened to be the unhealthy person. This unhealthy attitude implies that health randomly happens to you. It removes any possibility for serious and personal health examination, leaving you powerless in reclaiming your health or in the work of prevention. And the second unhealthy attitude I carried with me all those years was, I wish I was healthy. I wish I had a nickel for every time I uttered this unhealthy attitude to myself. Wishing to be healthy often is coupled by self-pity. To wish is to desire, to yearn, and to long for something. Wishing for health gets you nowhere quickly. Or as my brother David would say, how do you expect to do anything when you do nothing? And third, I don't know what to do. Well, this was one of the most unhealthy thoughts I had on the days when I was suffering with symptoms from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I collapsed into, I don't know what to do, or I've done all that I know to do. And yet, I never put any effort into studying the subject of health and wellness to save my life. And finally, the fourth unhealthy, attitude i carried with me all those years was really one of my very favorite and uh, i held on to it tightly and it really should be at the top of the list i am different oh i carried this attitude close to me after i lost all hope of ever reclaiming my health as we continue in these sessions however you will discover how different we are not We may be different in our temperament and different in backgrounds and moods, but caring for our human design is universal to all mankind. Now there are more attitudes I had to overcome and symptomatic of my lack of health knowledge, but these were my go-tos. Health attitudes, my friend, are embedded in the mind and how we think about health, and they work themselves out in our daily lives. You have to truly be trained to see them emerge in your words and ways. My feelings and stance, positions, and nuances about my health were as real as my symptoms. And it wasn't until I became a critical health thinker that I was able to make progress and become consistent in my thoughts, words, and ways concerning my health care. So, what kind of training do you have to have to examine whether you may be experiencing unhealthy health attitudes? Well, I'm so glad that you asked. There are literally countless of subjects that must be covered under the second concept that assisted me in reclaiming my health, the attitude of health, that will make all the difference in the world in your journey to reclaiming your health and for the work of prevention. And there is no greater place to start, my friend, than introducing you to becoming a critical health thinker. Becoming a critical health thinker is your first line of defense against these detrimental attitudes that can sabotage reclaiming your health or the work of prevention. Mastering lifestyle medicine requires more than nutrient-dense foods, salads, and green drinks as much as those are things that I love and will pass on to you. It requires stamina, fortitude, grit, wisdom, sacrifice, and ultimately renewing of the mind. So please join me for episode 10 as I introduce you to becoming a critical health thinker. And it is my hope that at the end of all your listening, you will experience how simple health really is.